Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I'm Sam Legasic. And I'm Dreadful Dan Gallagher. And we're two old buddies that have lived our life at the edge of the mainstream. So come join us where things are a little... odd. This is the... of yours will be reduced to a burned out cinder. Podcast movies, music, and gaming. Here with me today, as always, is Dreadful Dan. Hi, Dan. Hello, it's me, Dreadful Dan G. How are you, Sam? Yes, I'm good. And uh, today we've got a minisode where we're just going to be discussing things that we've uh, watched, things that we've played, things that we've listened to, and um, maybe things that we ate over Christmas. Yeah, well, exactly. <laughs> what, what did you eat over Christmas that would be chat worthy? Christmas isn't the best time of year for a vegan. Uh, it's not that exciting. <laughs> had some, uh, <laughs> I had quite a lot of Christmas pudding. Mm. Um, that's about it, really. <sighs> okay, well, that's <laughs> <laughs> that's it for this week. <laughs> I gorged on uh, body horror movies. Mm. Christmas delight. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm wondering what everyone, everyone thought of our uh, Black Christmas episode, um, because if anyone went out and watched it, and yeah, let us know because I want to hear, I really want it to ins- have inspired someone to go out and watch Black Christmas and come back and go, that was the best Christmas movie ever. Um, yeah, that would yeah, be nice. That would be nice. It'd be a, what a lovely way to start the new year. Really um, heartwarming. We should say, yeah. Well, they exactly. sat down with their kids and their, their family and watched Black Christmas. It's the best way to end this year. Um, with the Black Christmas. Uh, so, yeah, so Dan, uh, what, what have you been up to then? I watched a film, um, well, I watched two Cronenberg films, basically. Mm. I was going to tell you about those. I'm sure you've seen them both. Um, first of all, I watched Scanners for the first time ever. 
Mm, lovely. What do you think? I enjoyed it. Um, I'm presuming you've seen it. So I basically, no, I've seen it in bits and pieces because the only time was when it was like really late at night and I basically fell asleep whilst watching it. But it was one of those things where, you know, when you get confused as to what was in the film and what you dreamt. Yeah. So I'm sure <laughs> there are bits that didn't actually happen in the film that were just kind of happening in my head. But I do remember, <laughs> um, oh, I can't remember the actor's name in it. Um, but yeah, I remember some like bits and pieces. Uh, but yes, yeah, so I really should go back and watch it properly because it's um, supposed to be one of his best, right? Yeah, and you know, it's really iconic, isn't it? I'm sure I've seen that image from the poster so many times of that it's guy, like he's shaking and he looks like something's happening to him. And of course, that um, scene of the head exploding, which has like become a, a gift that's always like drifting around the internet. Um, yeah. So it's cool to see the film finally. It's, um, I mean, that's the most visceral, violent moment of the film. It's actually quite cool. They set up this concept of the idea that there are these people called scanners mm. who can use telepathy um, to, you know, kill. Um, but then it doesn't like dwell on that, on the like the fantasy aspect of that. It gets on and kind of goes, okay, if those people existed, you know, what what would play out from that? So they become basically like commodified. Mm-hmm. They, they're, they're, they're basically, you know, considered to be a weapon. Um, so then it all plays into like, conglomerates, multinationals are all vying for, like, who's going to control these people. Um, Then you've got, like, rebels. um, And then you've got different groups being played off against each other and, you know, and you can't trust anyone. don't remember any of this. So it's that kind of film. It's it's more like a... It's a conspiracy thriller, actually. Right. Um, Which I thought was good that it kind of quickly got away from... It could just been a silly film, right, about people blowing each other's heads up. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's quite it's quite cool in that respect. But it feels very much of its era. I think it's like 1981 or something. Okay. Um, and yeah, I I, I did enjoy it. Um, I wasn't like amazed, bowled over. Um, right. Some of it was, you know, so implausible and silly. Like it's a big twist at the end. And it's like it kind of makes sense, but it's a bit over the top. Um, like the the reveal basically. But, uh, yeah, all in all, I I enjoyed it and I think you'd like it. I think you should watch it. Yeah, okay. Yeah, it's on on, um, the list. It's not not really round anymore, if you know what I mean. Like, you don't really see it on anything. I I feel like it it was on all the time, like, during, like, the 90s or something. It was on, like, Channel 4 constantly. But, yeah, I I haven't really seen it on anything. Well, if you're in the Mm. UK, it might still be available... Uh, right now because I watched it on the Horror Bites catch-up channel. Oh, that is. What's the Horror Bites catch-up channel? It's just on like um, Preview. Preview. Yeah, it groups okay. everything from across all the various channels, mm. anything sci-fi or horror related. Um, so yeah, that's that's why I watched it. I was sitting up late and I was like, well, don't feel like going to bed yet. Yeah. I was like, Scanners, right, about bloody time I watched that. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> And then I watched as well, also on there, was The Brood, which was actually on my list of things to watch. This was a slightly earlier film by him, I think, it's like late 70s. And um, I heard of it. This, oh, <clears throat> I didn't enjoy this one very much, I've got to say. I've started rating films because I am now trying to write a little review on right. IMDb every okay. time I watch a film or anything, just so it kind of like, you know, feels a bit more meaningful. 
Right, yeah. I can look back and Being remember. constructive. Yeah. So I think I gave it four. Wow. Um, so worse than average. It's about, oh Lord, it's about, right, what's it about? I feel like he must have got the idea for this film and a visual. Basically, it's all about the end. There's like an amazing visual at the end. Right. Um, I think he was going through a divorce, so it feels like quite angry and spiteful, this film. Um, But at the same time, it's just so preposterous and silly, it's hard to take it seriously. Um, Some people are getting killed by what looks like a dwarf in a red coat. It looks like the thing from Don't Look Now. (laughs) Totally looks like he's ripped it off from that. Okay. Um, And there's some really weird woman who's like in a kind of like psycho cult. And Oliver mm-hmm. Reed is like this doctor who has come up with this like, um, what's it called? Psychoplasmics or something concept. Mm-hmm. And he's like treating these people, these damaged people, but he's particularly obsessed with this woman and her pe- basically her parents get killed by this weird dwarf thing. Right. Um, and then there's a, her husband who's worried because his little girl's got bruises and stuff after seeing the mother. Um, and basically... Like, you, you realise pretty early on, basically, when she gets angry and is talking about her relationship with her parents, is when they get killed. Right. So, basically, there are these little creatures that are basically, like, controlled by her... The minions. Her rage. Right. Yeah. And she's actually kind of like... And this is what he finds out at the very end of the film. He confronts her. And she opens up her, like, nightgown... And she's got all these weird little babies that are just like growing off of her body. Brilliant. Um, and that's what the brood is of the title. Um, and basically they just act on her every whim, whether she wants them to kill or not. Um, Jesus. But and I feel like he... doing he, stuff to the kid. Well, at the end, yeah. She's like, I don't want her to be taken away. I'd rather she died. So then suddenly they all go after this little girl. It's really horrible. Oh, man. But yeah, I think like the best thing is that visual. It's quite disgusting. Yeah, uh, and she opens it up. I feel like he maybe came up with that first and then tried to write right. a film around it. Right around it. Yeah, I might have to um, uh, check that out. And just for that, it feels like it's a slow burn to that one thing. Then it's really slow. It's a really boring film. And that and the whole thing like these these killers, like the scenes where they kill, are just so preposterous. Um, yeah, I find it really difficult to. Kind of stay engaged and get on board with it. Right. Oh, that's a shame. Uh, um, what have you been watching? Well, I've watched, uh, well, one thing which you'll love to hear, Dan, I've yeah. been watching is X Files. Hey! Oh, good. <laughs> oh, great. What? Randomly, <clears throat> randomly, because they're on uh, Amazon Prime, um, it came up, maybe they were listening to me, and uh, me and my wife were like, yeah, let's just, it's like, let's just watch a couple, just, you know, whatever. Let's just cherry pick a few. Yeah. And then um, cherry picked a couple. What did I say? I saw the um, Ice one from season one. Yeah. I saw the Dwayne Barry stuff. Cool. I saw Pusher. Yeah. Um, I saw, let's see. Um, I can't remember. I was just watching little bits and pieces. And then I started watching all the Doggett stuff. Um, oh, okay. It's I haven't got that far season, yet. Seasons uh, seven or eight. And, eight and nine, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah, I think he comes in at maybe the beginning of eight. I don't know because I haven't 
watched one by one. I think it's eight and nine. Right. And uh, I was just watching it going like, man, he got like a rough ride because he's a really good character. And the ones that I was watching him in, I was just like, oh, fuck, this is like a really good episode. Yeah. Um, and he's really great. They just yeah. didn't, no, as soon as Mulder comes back, um, it's just like, oh, fuck this. <laughs> like, fuck this guy. It's well, because Mulder's been a bit of a dick as well. They're both like kind of swinging their dicks around a little bit. Yeah. Um, and I think the idea is you're supposed to side more with Mulder. I'm just like, I'm on Doggett's side. Like, who the hell is this guy that's come in? Like, Doggett's like a pro as well. Um, so, yeah, it feels more like a detective show with Doggett in it than yeah. it did before. Um, yeah, and I really liked that. So, yeah, we watched a few of those. But then it started going off into the, we kind of left a few playing and it started to go into the um, like latter bit of season eight where it all starts coming back with like, Scully's pregnant and they're giving birth to alien babies or whatever. And, and then Scully disappears or whatever. I can't remember what it is. And then Adam Baldwin turns up or whatever. And I was like, oh, yeah, this is why I hated X-Files. Yeah, this was the bad stuff. Um, just awful. But what one thing actually, going more on that, is that I caught up with the latter season, the last season they did. So, oh, um, the rebooting. Um, yeah, so they did a season 10 and 11. Season 10 was dire, absolutely dire, if I remember it rightly. Season 11 started off really badly, and that's when I stopped watching because I was like, I can't watch more of this. It's like killed the dream for me. Yeah. But went back and started watching them, and they started doing more like Monster of the Week shows. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, this is it. And there's some decent stuff in there as well. And I was like, there this is, is good. This is going back to normal X-Files. And then the last episode was just like wank. There's a yeah. couple of episodes which are just really awful, but they had one where, have you seen them? Have you seen the last episode? Yeah. So they had the one, the one with the IT and they're in that Japanese restaurant and they don't speak for like 10, 15 minutes. I really liked I was that. Like, was this a dream? Did you? I fucking hated it. I was so bored that the whole thing. Oh, really? I thought and that was, was like, cool. Oh, they're trying to be like, um, you know, oh, like the, this is the future. We're all going to like, future's bad. And it's like, but they're just drones. Like at one point he's like looking and there's like, there's like a hundred like little mini drones. And he's like, oh, run. And I'm just like, what are they going to, what are they going to do? They're plastic. <laughs> <laughs> they're not going to hurt you. Um, and like Scully with her like amazing house. It's like, why is she living in some like fucking like mansion? Like when, you know, in old X-Files, she was just living in a nice like little homesy flat in the middle of wherever. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I thought um, it was quite, quite fun. That one, I think. Well, what about the one with um, the, the secret third person who they say, who he says they forgot? And I can't remember really, It's It's the most meta, it's one of the most meta things I've seen to the point where halfway through they redo the credits and they put this random, it's a, it's a completely comedy weird episode. They I redo can't remember the credits And they put this guy in it and then they go, as in like they literally place him inside key moments within like <laughs> the first two series of X-Files. <laughs> Um, which is something they did with, I don't know if you ever watched Community. They did it in Community as well, where like Jack Black turned up for an episode and he's like sitting with everyone. They're like, who are you? He's like, it's me. He's like, I was, you know, I've been here the whole time. And then he did a flashback to all like these key moments in Community (laughs) seasons one and two or something. And they just do cutaways of him just standing there, like (laughs) like rolling his eyes or whatever, (laughs) like trying to be um, involved, which is quite funny. And yeah, they do it with this in X-Files and it's just fucking weird. Um, but I quite liked it because I was just like I don't quite I don't mind when it pokes fun at itself every every now and then. Um, 
so yeah, that's the next files um, I've been watching. And I watched a film called uh, Host. Okay. Um, I don't know if you've seen that. And uh, Not the host. No. Um, this is a Zoom horror film. It was made during the pandemic, I guess. Okay. Um, and it was really good. It was on Shudder, um, which is a prime channel, which I signed up to just uh, through the trial thing, just basically to watch this. Um, and it's an hour long. So it's not really even feature length, um, which mm. is good. But it plays into that. You know how you only get 40 minutes free on Zoom? Yeah, I, I do know that, yeah. Because yeah, <laughs> we yeah. use Zoom and my company won't pay for a licence to come Right, why not? Great. But that's just it. So like, it's you get like the proper, it's all done within the screen interface, which, you know, a lot of films have done it unfriended or searching, whatever. They, you know, they do all that stuff. Yeah. Um, but uh, this one... Um, yeah, it's like all within the uh, Zoom interface. And um, yeah, it's quite fun. So they've got like a bit and a countdown. So, you know, and it's like time remaining. Yeah. And it literally like ends with basically like the last second, just like a fucking jump jump scare kind of ending. And it just comes okay. up with like, your 40 seconds, your 40 minutes has expired. Do you wish to upgrade or whatever? And then he has like, and then all the, it's got like people's names or whatever and like a room guest list or whatever. And that's the credits. And it's just someone cool. scrolling through it. That's cool. But it's actually really good. So it's like it's basically about um, five mates, to, uh, five girls who are doing a seance online. And it's all a bit like, oh, you know, whatever. It's fucking bullshit and all this. But they're all like, it's quite cool because you're kind of finding out a little bit into their characters of each one. And then there's a guy who is going to join and he's got a bit of a dick wife or whatever. And she like... It's like, yeah, yeah, bye guys, whatever. And they're like, oh my God, I can't believe it. She totally did that. Then he comes in like right at the end when everything, all the shit's kicked off. He's like, hey, what's going What's going on? Which is quite funny. Um, and yeah, it's actually got some really, really fucking freaky moments in it um, that was uh, really good to watch. Because I was thinking, you know, it's that found, it's, not, it's like found footage, right? But, um, but like real time. But real time. And there's things like, I don't want to ruin it because I really think really think people should try and go out and, and watch it. Um, I'm intrigued. I, yeah. I will try and watch this, I think. Yeah, it's really yeah, it's just Don't tell me too much. It's under, an, it's under an hour. It's like 59 minutes or something. I have credits. to have Shudder. Yeah. it's um, You can get like a 99p trial or something. Okay. Um, so it's worth it. And there's some other good stuff on there, um, which is worth looking at. Um, and one of which I think I'm going to put on the list for us to do. Um, at some point, uh, which is, um, I'm, I might as well say it. it's gonna, it's an Argentinian film called Terrified. Um, and the cover for it looked fucking horrible and it did not fail to deliver. Um, nice. it's good, so yeah, we'll, we could talk about that another time. I'll save it for now. Um, cool. and that's uh, basically been it. Um, so yeah, now, um, for anyone that's been listening. This week's episode, we're going to be talking about Earthworm Jim, such a groovy guy. Um, <laughs> uh, it's funny because I, I didn't actually groovy. look up that theme song um, for the TV show, but it's still stuck in my head. Uh, yeah, likewise, I can remember it from what? We, we were talking about like 30 years ago? Yeah. So Earthworm Jim, we think he's mighty fine. That's Earthworm it, yeah. Jim, a hero for our time. Yeah, Earthworm, Earthworm, Jim, hooray oh. <laughs> for Jim. Wow. Um, yeah, we're going to get into it. So 
Thanks everyone for listening and uh, listen out for the FM Gym episode coming at you in 2021. <laughs> <laughs> See you there. Thank you for listening to Oddcast Movies, Music and Gaming. If you want to get in touch with us or get a movie, album or game put on our list to discuss, then email us at oddcastoddballs at gmail.com or a newwinterpodcast at gmail.com. This is part of a New Winter Podcast Network, so head on over to anewwinter.net to check out our other shows. You can also follow us on Instagram at anewwinter, Twitter at anewwinter, and you can head on over to our Patreon page, patreon.com slash anewwinter. Thanks for listening and see you again soon. 